0: Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, happy Wednesday. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome back to Executive Presence Morsels Connection Week. Uh, We're going to talk about the second of three detours that can really take you away from the connection you want, maybe the connection you need uh, in your professional and I guess as well your personal life, right? These are universal principles that work regardless. Speaking speaking of which, um, a quick aside, um, I was just thinking about these episodes that I've been making for almost a year now and the variance in terms of the most listened episodes to the not so much listened episodes is quite wide right? So the top five listened episodes have like four or five more times listens. And I was wondering like, what is it about it? Uh, And I realized that they have cooler titles, right? Like the titles are somewhat more compelling, like executive presence process part one, the pain, quiet leadership, the vulnerability debate, why we need competition. And last but not least, the one thing you need to get executive presence. So going forward in my new podcast, Diversity Bites, I'm just going to try to give more entertaining, more colorful, and frankly, more informative uh, and engaging titles um, all throughout. Um, so people can find the episodes that they really want to listen to um, and not sort of, um, sort of be penalized because there aren't good titles for a particular episode. And then that's my fault because now you're not getting the content, which may be much better the title all right so back to detour number two which is negating uh, basically negating what people are saying negating how people are feeling negating people's perspective and this whole process of the detours has been a rather humbling one because I actually do a lot of these things in my personal and professional life and I think a lot of people do it's just I don't want to say natural but it's it's common Um, and for many of us it's actually a default behavior. I'm not going to get into the whole psychology of why we might do that. I'm going to stay on the level of, yeah, if you don't notice that you're doing these things, right, then you won't be able to make a change. And frankly, you may not be noticing even the impact that is being tied to this thing that you're doing. So let's talk about negating. So let me give you an example, very common example. Oh, this is so difficult. I'm having such a hard time with this project. Um, yeah, you know, actually, uh, it's not really that hard. Let me show you how to do it, right? Oh, that person is being so helpful. They're going to show me how to do it. Wrong. No, because although they're trying to be helpful, they're basically making you feel like it shouldn't be difficult and they're making you feel lesser. They're making you feel unintelligent. They're making you feel uh, incompetent. Now, not because they're trying to do that, right? But what is the effect when you negate someone's position, someone's thought? And in a moment of vulnerability, they're coming to you and and they're humble enough and professional enough to say, I need your help. I don't understand. And what's the first thing we often do? We tell them, don't worry about it. We tell people, relax. Oh, that's a pet peeve of mine. Never once in the history of person kind, I guess I should say, um, of humanity is has telling someone to relax resulted in someone actually relaxing when they weren't relaxed, right? So to tell someone to relax, it immediately gets people more tense or it gets them angry at you. It's like, how dare you tell me to relax? There's a reason why I'm not relaxed and that is valid. So negating doesn't mean that you can't correct things doesn't mean you can't have a difference of opinion all it really means is your different perspective is yours and you have to allow to not negate you have to allow that their perspective remains theirs and it is equally valid for them in their head in that moment for who they are for what they're dealing with for themselves personally as it is for you in that moment, or if you put yourself in their shoes, maybe you'll feel differently, but frankly, you're a different person, right? No two people come at anything with the same exact perspective, same exact background, same exact psychology, language, skills. We're all so different. It is, I would say, it's a little presumptuous to think that you can anticipate exactly how someone will, should, um, or could respond to something, right? Even the people who are closest to us, right? Our family, we don't have a 100%, you know, correct assumption rate, because we cannot know all the nuances, all the hidden parts, all the subtleties of the human experience of any other person. So by being aware of negating habits and behaviors, it gives people space to breathe, it gives people space to feel heard valued and and i love this word seen right they want to be seen and they don't want to be negated because negating them makes people feel invisible so if you truly have good intentions and you want to connect and you want to help people it'll make a big difference to catch yourself and to stop negating doesn't mean stop providing guidance and feedback but there's a way you can do it without negating the experience of the other person. So what I would love for you to do today is take a look. Um, next time you get in kind of like a spirited conversation with someone, right? It doesn't have to be a debate or an argument. And you have a strong sort of perspective or feeling. Check yourself. Do you express that feeling With sort of guardrails around it saying, this is how I feel, understand that others might not agree. Or do you try to push your agenda, your feeling, your perspective on others? And as part of that, negate what others are saying, feeling, believing, experiencing. Take a good, hard look at that and consider whether that is actually limiting your ability to connect, is limiting your executive presence, is limiting your ability to lead and collaborate. Effectively. My name is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and thank you so much. I appreciate you for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. It's been a wonderful journey uh, this year. We have about a week or two uh, left of these episodes before we transition into exciting new daily video podcast, Diversity Bites. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear, it's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsors. The truth is, it's not easy coming up with content for a daily podcast like Executive Presence Morsels. One way I keep things fresh is by constantly learning from others. An easy and convenient way to do this is through audiobooks. And the Rolls-Royce of audiobooks is Audible. Today, our listeners can try a free 30-day trial of Audible Premium Plus, which gives you credits for up to two premium titles of your choosing, access to the Audible Plus catalog of podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals. It's a buffet and no credits needed. And a friendly email reminder before your trial ends. Go to www.connectioncounselor.com bookme to sign up. And while you're there, check out my latest book reviews. Thank you for supporting our show. Hello, happy Thursday. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome back to Executive Presence Morsels, episode 254, Connection Week, and today we're going to go over detour number three, which is going to prevent or steer you away from the connection that's really going to help you professionally. Today we have a concept which is so common, and we all do it. It's a little bit perhaps difficult for me to explain succinctly and clearly and in a short amount of time and I'm going to do my best. Um, If I don't do a good job explaining it, um, certainly look up the term. Um, There's books written about it and articles because it's so important. I want you to make sure you understand it even if I'm not able to give you a full rendering uh, in the five to ten minutes that I try to limit each of these uh, episodes. So this concept is called switch tracking. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence Morsel.